Hello, this is Gene McMath, and welcome to There You Are. So we had this horrible storm last night. Winds blowing about 60 miles an hour, straight winds. Miserable conditions, and kind of scary. When it first started, I thought a plane was going right over our roof. And then I looked outside and saw debris blowing across the pasture out across the street in front of our house and I realized the wind was picking up and for about 12 hours we had this miserable windstorm and I woke up this morning thinking of the words peace be still please be calm in ancient writings in a Greek version we read the words Go and say to this people, when you hear what I say, you will not understand. When you see what I do, you will not comprehend. For the hearts of these people are hardened, and their ears cannot hear, and they have closed their eyes. So their eyes cannot see, and their ears cannot hear, and their hearts cannot understand, and they cannot turn to me and let me heal them. And this morning when I was thinking about the wind and how miserable it was last night and I was thinking about my life and everything I'd gone through the past four or five years I thought of those words peace be still and I thought where do I know that from and I found this story actually it's in the Bible in Mark chapter 4 and I thought I would read chapter 4 and just kind of see how that worked out And I thought it was kind of interesting because the story starts with Jesus being a storyteller. And in verse 2 of chapter 4, it says, He taught them by telling many stories in the form of parables, such as this one. Now, all the time growing up, I was always taught to believe and just kind of osmosisly believed that everything happened exactly like it was ordered in the book in the Bible and reading this chapter today made me kind of rethink a little bit because it said parables such as this one it's like the writer wanted us to see something just like Jesus when he was telling his stories such as this one. He was wanting his listener to see something more than what was just going on. And here, it's like the writer wanted us to see something more than what's going on. And so, he says, Jesus told parables such as this one. Listen, verse 3 says, a farmer went out to plant some seeds and he scattered it across the field. Some of the seeds fell on the footpath and the birds came and eat it, ate it. Some fell on shallow soil with underlying rock. The seed sprouted up quickly, but the soil was shallow. But the plant soon wilted under the sun. And since it didn't have any deep roots, it died. And other seeds fell on thorns and grew up and was choked out. The tender plant, so they produced no grain. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil and sprouted up and grew. 
crops 30 to 60 to 100 times were planted. And then he says, anyone who has ears to hear, he should understand. And then Jesus' friends, the 12 disciples that hung around him, was like, we don't get it. What are you talking about, Jesus? What, what are you saying? And Jesus says, well, you're permitted to understand the secret of the kingdom of God. But I use parables for everyone outside can't quite understand so the scriptures could be fulfilled. And then he quotes that scripture out of Isaiah 6, 9, and 10 that I just read a while ago. He says, when they see what I do, they will learn nothing. When they hear what I say, they will not understand. Otherwise, they will turn to me and be forgiven. And Jesus says, if you can't understand the meaning of the parables, then how will you understand other parables from this one? The farmer plants the seed, and some of the seed fell in the footpath where the ground was hard. Some of it fell on shallow soil and died quickly. Some of it fell into the weeds and the thistles, and there was choked out. It's like people's lives, Jesus is telling them. Some people's lives are hard. Some people are shallow. And some people live in the midst of thorns and thistles and confusion, and they can't figure out what's going on. And then the writer writes about another parable Jesus told about, why would you have a lamp and then hide it so nobody could see that? No, a lamp is to be put up on a stand so everybody can see plainly. And once again, he says, anyone who has ears to hear should listen. It's like Jesus is trying to tell us something bigger than what we're reading. And the writer is trying to tell us something bigger than what we're reading. Jesus says, Play, pay close attention so that you hear. The closer you listen, the better you'll understand. To those who listen to my teachings, more understanding will be given them. But those who don't listen, even the understanding they have will be taken away. And then once again, he talks about the seed being planted. And how a farmer will plant the seeds, and night and day he'll sleep, and he won't even watch it, but the seeds will sprout, and they'll grow, and then the earth will produce a crop, but then it'll be, become leafy, and then suddenly it will become a grain, and then the harvester will harvest it. And the, and the farmers didn't really know how it happened, it just happened. And if you have ears to hear, you could understand. And then he talks about another seed, the mustard seed, little bitty seed that you put in the ground and it grows up into this huge tree where the birds can hang out and nest in there and it creates all kind of shade. Many, and then verse 33 says, Jesus used many similar stories and illustrations to teach the people. So these are just an example that the writer of this book wanted to us, you, and me, to hear. He's like trying to tell us something bigger than just the story. The interesting thing about all of this is Jesus never taught without using them, these kind of stories. But even in this chapter, we've got these three or four stories going on that are examples of stories that Jesus told. And then all of a sudden, the stories, the chapter ends with a real life event. 
where Jesus says, let us cross to the other side of the lake. And so Jesus' disciples and Jesus get into a boat, leaving the crowds behind. And then in parenthesis, it says, although other boats followed. So here you have a boat with Jesus and his close friends in this boat going across the lake. And then you have all of these other boats scattered out around following behind. Now, I don't know, but if, if you've ever been on a Saturday afternoon in a lake and there's lots of boats out there, you know there's a lot of different cultures going on in those boats. Every boat has its own culture. Some boats, they might be popping the lids of some alcohol and doing some drinking. Which I don't know, makes no sense to me. It's another story. Replace the word boat with automobile, and you've got all these automobiles going across, and in some automobiles, they're popping alcohol open and drinking. doesn't make any sense. Why that's even allowed, I'm not sure. But that's a whole other story. But in other boats, you might have a nice family with some children out there enjoying life. In other boats, you've got some uh, fishermen, just every, all kinds of different cultures in every boat. And in the midst of all these boats going across the lake, a huge storm comes up. And the waves are breaking into the boat, and it begins to fill the boats with water. Jesus, verse 38, was sleeping in the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. And the disciples woke him up saying, Teachers, don't you care that we're about to drown? And Jesus woke up. And look what he did in verse 39, if you happen to be there, Mark chapter 4. Jesus rebuked the wind. Just say to yourself, wind. And he said to the waves, once again, say to yourself, waves, wind and waves. Jesus says, peace be still. Or in my translation, silence, be still. Suddenly, the wind stopped, and there was a great calm. And then Jesus looked at his disciples in his boat, and he said, Why are you, say you, why are you afraid? So Jesus spoke to the wind, he spoke to the waves, and he spoke to you. If you happen to be sitting listening to someone with, with someone, turn to them right now and say to them, Why are you afraid? That's what Jesus said to the disciples. Jesus spoke to the wind, and he spoke to the waves, and he said, Stop. And then he spoke to the people in his boat, and he said, Why are you afraid? Look once again to your neighbor, and let's say that one more time. But this time, I want you to focus on what you hear, not what you say. Listen to what the person next to you says. Look at each other right now, and each of you say, Why are you afraid? You might realize that you're hearing why am I afraid? What's going on in my life that makes me afraid? Is my life hard? 
Am I shallow? Or am I living out there in the midst of confusion? Where am I? I was in the airport here a while back, and there had been uh, severe weather, which caused many cancelizations and many delays of flights. And people were standing in line because they had missed their flight to the next destination. And there was one lady walking up and down the line, just really trying to incite a riot. She was so angry and so upset that uh, her plane had been delayed because of the weather and she had missed a flight going out to the next place or maybe that plane had been can- that flight had been canceled or something. Anyway, she was just really angry. And when she got to the counter, she just laid into the gate agent and just told her how worthless she was and how what the problem was because she wasn't getting what she wanted and just very angry. And then she walked back and was talking to people and trying to incite them and make them angry too so that they would treat the great gate agent the exact same way. And I thought to myself, lady, you cannot control the weather. You cannot control the airlines. You cannot control the situation. You can't even control that gate agent. But you can control your own behavior and your own attitude and in reality the only thing out of control is the only thing you can control and that is yourself and as I think back to this story that we just talked about I have to ask myself how's your life Are you in a hard situation? Or are you shallow? Or has life been just confusion and thorns and thistles and weeds and massive being choked out by the activities of life? Or are you in good soil? What's your life like? If you're out on the lake and you look around and realize your boat is the only boat in the middle of the storm and everybody else is in the calm, what does that tell you? Or worse yet, if everybody else inside your boat is in the calm and you're in the middle of the storm, maybe the problem is not everything else around you, but maybe the problem is the person staring back at you in the mirror. And the teacher looks at us and says, why are you afraid? Peace, be still. have ears to hear? Can you see what's going on? 
there you are. If you appreciate the new There You Are podcast, we'd like to ask you to please subscribe. You can also click and leave us a message and we'll get it and maybe we'll play it on our next episode of There You Are. Mm-hmm.